Welcome to the Bree Podcast, where we talk about whatever Bree wants to talk about all the Bree time, and that is not measurement of time. Today, y'all, <laughs> we get into the third, I think, episode of Lonely Bitch Club, and we do have a new moniker for our co-host. Uh, it's Eddie the Petty now. You can follow him on Instagram. Just spell it, no underscore, just regular Eddie the Petty. <laughs> Petty spaghetti here. Uh, this episode, we're talking with our mutual friend, Louisa, who is giving us a different perspective on relationships and settling. She's actually married, unlike us single hoes, right? And just giving her perspective on like what it's like to be married and whether we should settle or not. So here we go. Hello. Hey, Brie. Hey, my microphone is not working. I really need to buy a new one. Yeah, I need to get a new mic. And then I have like two more podcasts to edit. Um, yeah. Damn. Yeah, you know, I'm just like a, you know, super successful, you know, content creator or whatever. You know, it's just the day in the life. Yeah. <laughs> You're like uh, Kim Kardashian. You don't have time for anything anymore. Oh, yeah. I can't even wipe my own ass. It's not because it's really big or anything. It's just because I don't have time for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I always thought a really good name for a perfume for her would be Booty Sweat because everybody wants, like, her booty. Well, did you see Erica Badu was apparently selling a perfume that smelled like her p- Oh, was that before or after Gwyneth Paltrow made a candle that smelled like her p- Gwyneth Paltrow? Oh, yeah. You don't know that? The only Gwen I know is Stefani, but... <laughs> so, what, would you say your type is, like, white girls? No. Like, I'm not saying your type that you've dated, but, like, some people, like, they date, and then they have, like, what they want. Do you know what I mean? No, my type is definitely healer girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But of any nationality? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. So she could be, like, Asian, or Southeast Asian, or mixed, or Black, mm. or Latina, or yeah, any combination. anything, anything. Why? What a specific type. Well, my friend has a type that, his type is um, big head, long hair. <laughs> he gets mad at me. <laughs> and I'm like, you, like, he, like, he likes girls with big heads and long hair. Like, and, and but like, as tall as him. So, like, five, seven girls that, like, kind of, like, slim body type, big head long hair i'm like look at who you've dated and who you've been with it's like you got a point what's your type Bri? um uh if this goes on the podcast beep out his name um like that's my type oh so like a bigger boy like thickums thickums tan skin preferably like latino or it could be like mixed before i prefer latino but like that thickums like you kind of dad bod but like you got built arms yeah, nice and crisp yeah, yeah. like tan skin um i even i mean like I kinda... danny devito no not like danny DeVito. <laughs> you're trying to trick me <laughs> there's nothing wrong with danny devito no but it definitely has to be taller than me i'm so short how tall are you i'm five two you wouldn't date a guy that's five four i guess i could i've never had like like i've been on dates with guys who are like What's the shortest I've ever dated? Actually, do you know? Um, is it your friend too? No, Louisa's friend. Never, do you know who I'm talking about? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that we really? yeah we went a few dates together. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, and he was a total ass. 
Hello. Hello. Damn. Oh, hey, Louisa. We're just talking about you. <laughs> oh, sorry. What up, Lisa? Can you guys hear me? Damn, your mic is mad clear. I know. So clear. Um, I know. I told Javi that when I put this on and uh, when I hear people that have the exact same Mac, I was like, it makes your sound sound extra, like, cute, your voice. So you're cheating. I'm not cheating. It's just amplifying my own voice. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I need, I need one of those, too. Yeah. Bree, you should get it. I'll what do you mean I should get it? <laughs> well, if you're an official podcaster now. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about, well, you know, you're, I don't know if you talked to him anymore, about like my really bad dates with him. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we wanted a date and we went to the mall because we we're going to go to the movies, right? In Tyson's, I remember. And so he just was not giving any conversation. We were just like walking. And I'm like, oh, so we like, mm, fine. And I'm like, okay. And then I see a Christmas store. I don't like Christmas. Like, I don't, it's not my favorite holiday. My favorite holiday is Halloween. And he's like, Halloween is not a holiday. And I'm like, how is it not a holiday? And he's like, do we get the day off work for Halloween? I said, no. And he was like, then it's not a holiday. And that was. <laughs> I remember <laughs> you telling me that. I was like, excuse okay. Like, and that's the only thing he wanted to talk about. And then we go to the movies and didn't say anything. And then I was like, okay, maybe whatever we go on another date and like literally we go to dinner and he's on his phone the entire time and i'm trying to make conversation he's like mm-hmm, yeah and he's like scrolling through whatever and i'm like uh, oh what okay wow yeah it was a really yeah. bad date isn't he married now uh no but i think he's in like a serious relationship and basically married because after he started dating this new person he kind of you know stopped going out completely stop hanging out even i noticed with his guy friends like it took a little bit until he got back with his guy friends at least from what i noticed uh, all right uh okay let's get this bad boy started um hello everybody thank you for joining me on on this episode of only bitch club <laughs> <laughs> um we have a new addition another host today another co-host uh do you want to introduce yourself louisa my name is louisa burgos i'm bolivian Probably again, <laughs> just putting it out there. <laughs> I have two beautiful dogs. I'm married, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you are married. And do you just like want to say how like you know how you met both of us, me and Eddie? All right, let me start with Eddie. We just, I mean, we went to the same middle school and we kind of live a mile or less away from each other, but we took different buses. So I think we weren't friends because of that. But then I don't remember officially like when we call each other friends. I think it was through a mutual friend. Were we cool through like somebody? I no, I think we were. I mean, I knew. Yeah, that's who. another Bolivian. <laughs> For all my oh. LA listeners, because like a lot of people in Los Angeles, oh, that Bolivian. in like the DC, Maryland, Virginia area, there's a lot of Bolivians there. I was shocked to find that out too. Um, didn't know that about that area <laughs> in the world. Let me. That's a, okay, but Bree. Is in love with all of us because I do your, a lot of your I close do. friends are Bolivian. You know, I love the food. The little I've tried because y'all don't cook for me. Um, I I can't wait to go there. And if I don't see a llama, I'm gonna sue immediately. Yeah, <laughs> there's a llama on the flag for all you California people. I'm telling y'all, I have to say these things because they're like, what the fuck is that? Like, you know, yeah. what I'm saying they're not gonna know the cultural references, you guys. I'm not. They're not woke like me to like Bolivian stuff. I'm so like <laughs> Bolivian woke. Okay, we're okay. I would be like, what's your favorite Nova Bolivian restaurant? You guys, I've only been to like one because y'all don't take me anywhere. Yeah, there's a couple. Mm, shout out. So like, if 
you guys live there. You should get order from there. Support businesses, okay? Mm-hmm. We're trying to be positive here. It's a Luis episode. We have to be positive. I'm trying. <laughs> we have to be positive. You're, you're so um, annoying. <laughs> I am. I am well, literally the worst. Okay. You said you wanted to then. That's why I started with Eddie because I was like, the way I met you was way more dramatic. So okay. that's not that Keep positive. A Keep a PG about our story. Okay. <laughs> Don't get crazy. Now. I won't. I does won't it, get does crazy. Does it have pierced? Yes. Yes. Cut. Cut. <laughs> I can't mention that. Maybe not. Oh, well, I'm going to have the final edit. So yeah. Okay. Well, however you want to. All right. So Bri and I met at JMU, uh, James Madison University. I transferred there. So it was my junior year and I think her junior year too. And officially, I think we met at a small get together for the first time. And then uh, kind of like a pregame. And then we met into a bigger parties i kept i kept coming across her in various stories i guess that's a pg version oh my god you're like a wordsmith i love it so basically you've known eddie for like so long since like what you guys met each other in middle school right and no friends until high school or what was it basically then? high school i would say our senior year Okay, so you guys were friends in high school, and then you and I were friends in college. And since this is like Lonely Bitch Club, and we talk about relationship, you are like married. <laughs> Congratulations! Thanks. Who knows a while ago, but you are married to basically My what you would call him. high school sweetheart. Your high school, your first love, which is pretty rare, I would say. My so prom someone, date. We have one person that's like married to the first one, and I'm done. We have a serial <laughs> dater. And then we got a super single person who's the lonely bitch in the club. So we have like very three different perspectives. <laughs> okay. Well, you're making so me sound you. like I had a per- little perfect story. Well, I'm just summing it up, you know, like on a graph. You don't okay. worry about the ups and downs. You just in a about big the, the end point summary. And, and the start point. Okay. I like I'm it. Just, I'm just being gra- graphical. I'll, I'm just being mathematical. I'll take my um, perfect love story role. <laughs> Yeah, you well, Louisa's also academic, and hence why we have to be very positive. She's very empowering people. So, if Stop. you feel empowered at any episode, please let us know. And we're gonna have to thank her, you. So. <laughs> oh my god, I know. I Eddie's it. like, Yes, yeah, she is. <laughs> but like, you can't, it's not even right? like the nicest roast ever. It's like, You're just, oh my god, Lucy, you're too empowering. Can you, like, I want to be a lazy bitch sometimes? And you're like, Uh, no, you gotta get your master's degree for no reason. Well, I don't no, you're gonna get you better get your on the online application and i'm gonna watch you put it in oh my god so that was the pg version of Lisa meeting you brie what details do you want to add what do you remember about meeting Lisa? um i thought she was really pretty and i thought she was nice and i loved her blonde hair because i think it looks good on her i don't know i just when i meet people i i really don't it's not like i like assume so much about them i was like i thought she was really pretty and nice and i liked her blonde hair I like people that are a little different, you know? Oh, my God. Talking about outfits, though. Yeah, like, the first couple of times I met her, she always dressed unique compared to JMU style. She wasn't a follower, I guess. Like, I remember when I met you, you had the little, uh, one of our more intimate pre-games where I really got to know you more. You had the little head necklace. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. We have a picture together. Well, yeah. at the time, Lana Del Rey was very popular. Um and I had my persona. I have personas. Uh, one of them is Brianna Del Rey because <laughs> that's it rhymes. Why not? But you had so, that, and I don't know. Your outfits were always cool. Oh, thank you, thank you, baby. I just remember having fun, and you were like 
always down for a good time and you're really chill. That's what I remember. Speaking of that, so uh, last episode, it's getting a lot of reviews, a lot positive, a lot Um, the past two episodes we've been. So is there any kind of clarifications we want to make? What? What is this? <laughs> well, well, Eddie, didn't you want to clarify on the whole bangable part? All right. Oh, so and the women are not that said... funny. I... Sorry. I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll go to the other one first. So Bree saying that women, if a woman isn't bangable, then you wouldn't present it to your friend. Bangable to me is not only a physical thing. And we were talking in the context of actually getting your friend into a relationship, right? A girl can find her own hookup whenever. I don't know. Maybe that's uh, stereotype. That stereotype. Maybe I shouldn't be saying that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 maybe I shouldn't be saying That's, that. But in the context we were saying, I asked, why don't, like, my male friends hook me up with their other friends that I don't know? And you said because if they don't find you bangable, they wouldn't do it. And I interpreted that as, like, oh, so I'm just fucking ugly. And you're like, no. <laughs> so and continue your so, clarification. And, oh, so this bang- is where I wanted to... Ba- bangable? Yeah, this is where I got... I got Go I got a little heated because I remember Eddie was the first, not the first friend, but probably one of the first close friends that made me feel so crappy for commenting on like an appearance of a girl he was talking to one time. And it wasn't even negative, but it was just commenting on appearance. And he was like, you know, Luisa, we're grown up now. It's not all about appearance. I'm like, well, that's all I know about her at this point. And he made me feel so bad, right? And so it, when I heard that comment from Eddie, I was so shocked because I was like, what? What? You know, like, this is, yeah. So, Damn, I made you feel bad by saying yeah. that. Yeah. People it's, think it's about what you say, fool, and they, like, try to change that in their life if you saying it seriously. It made me feel like, I, I, if anything, I feel like I'm the least superficial person. I have friends all kinds and Wait, what? like when it comes to Lisa, friends super, super when it comes to like bro. dating for like obviously like i'm gonna judge like physical stuff because that's the first thing you know notice but eventually when it comes to like friendships or anything i'm like the least about that like i don't know like you said i'm positive so i'm always thinking of the good things about someone yeah so he made you kind of reevaluate whether you're being superficial or not and that resonates yeah from that but when i heard that statement from him to you i was so confused because it made him sound so superficial and i was like that's i didn't mean it like that though legit a girl could be a 10 but if she's crazy or like evil or anything then i consider her not bangable and i wouldn't want my guy friends to hook up with that that's How do you know they're crazy at the beginning? In the context of the conversation, she's my friend also. So it's like you would know your friends. So like you would know this female friend, like you know who they are. You have a good sense of who they are. So my response to that was like, okay, great. They just think my soul is ugly. Love that. Um, (laughs) No, it's not you, Breed. You're not ugly. It's just your personality. Yeah, no. So I'm not going to hook you with my friends, but good luck. Uh, You're a great girl. Not for anyone I know. (laughs) <laughs> okay that's what i interpreted that i mean that's that's fine it is what it is i feel like in general i just don't want to introduce friends period because i don't want to be the reason it goes well oh, or that like true, to true. me that would be my answer i was like oh i just don't want to be the reason they succeed or not you know like it could be succeed and then at the end it doesn't like i don't know like you've been there right. Eddie. like you know it's like to be in the middle and you don't want that yeah no no i would never want that yeah well that brings me to i do want to ask since we talk about you know 
introducing people. Do you think that when people get into a new relationship, they change? Because you guys have seen, especially Louisa, you've been around and you've seen <laughs> Mr. Serial Dater here. <laughs> do you think that, do you think he, his personality changes and that may be why somebody oh may God. not want to introduce them to somebody else? Like, oh, I, I know how you are. You change your whole personality when you're in a relationship. So I'm not going to help that happen. I, I've been better, Louisa. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. You know, we're here to talk about positive things. <laughs> I mean, I have noticed even I feel like different girls bring something different out of people, including Eddie. So yeah, like I've seen people change at the beginning. But I feel like that's also me. Like I'm not going to be all of me at the beginning of my friend dating a new person, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's not just Eddie. I would say it's like me because Based on different girls, different friends brought around, I've noticed that as a group, we can be a lot. And so if one of us is kind of like taking it cooler than the other, it can balance the group out, you know? <laughs> like we've noticed that we've been a lot and it had to happen like a couple of times for us to notice before now. We act all act different, I think. But do you know any people kind of change their whole like attitude and hobbies when they date someone? Like I know a few people who... Like, you never used to do that before. I think you started dating that person and now you're into it. Like, do you think they're faking it? Like, what is your opinion on people totally changing their personality? I feel like that's not even relationships. Like, Javi does that. <laughs> like, <laughs> he meets a new guy friend and he goes through, like, a soccer phase. He meets, well, sometimes a phase, sometimes it stays permanent, right? So, like, he met his magic friends. Now, it, that kind of stood permanent. But I thought it would be a phase because he was friends with those people, neighbors at that time. So, I think it goes beyond relationships. But, yeah, I mean, I can't think of a very specific example right now of a relationship. Mm-hmm. What is your perspective, Eddie? Do you feel like you change yourself when you go through your um, serial dating? Or relationship type person. I think that that's the funnest parts of dating. Once a person starts showing you like these little different quirks or like different tricks about the way that they see things, then you start saying things that certain type of way. It's kind of just like slang. You know, if somebody says something that you think sounds cool, then you'll try to incorporate it. Through dating, you just get to see people's little details that nobody else gets to see. So of course, you're going to change more relative to one person, right? Like if you spend a lot of time with your best friend, just like Lisa saying it goes past relationships because Javi can meet a guy friend and then just start incorporating stuff that that guy has just because of the amount of time that they're getting to know each other as opposed to you know you hang out with your friends every so often I mean Luisa we hang out what maybe three four times a year five times a year we've gotten better yeah we've gotten better but before we didn't have the opportunity to really pick up on like those things that make Lisa Lisa you know but there's some things that if I spend enough time with Lisa I'm sure I would pick it up well Eddie, I guess I haven't really dated but, many people or anything so I don't I can't think of it like something that I got from hobby specifically other than like well I mean you and hobby yes but you know so like like that. a hobby have you gotten any hobbies from girlfriends um well not necessarily hobbies but like for example, I drink wine more often with one than mm. another. Or um, I'd cook eggs differently or I'd make different recipes or like learn new recipes or change the type of beer that I'm drinking. Just stuff like that because, you know, new people introduce you to new things. And if they like it and you like them, then you're already on the course to liking what they like. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're just bound to change your personality. Have you ever, have either of you ever faked like knowing a hobby or something to impress somebody else? 
Because <laughs> I totally have. Uh, you ever pretend that you already know and you have no fucking idea? Uh, I pretend it's soccer, but not for someone. You know, I pretend it for fun. <laughs> that's the regular Bolivian mo pretend that you know what you're doing like okay so it was i think intramurals teams right at college and they needed a girl and i don't play soccer but you know i'm hispanic i got you know stereotypical like legs you know hips or whatever and you know i was pretty athletic so i had the muscles i still i, mean, I say had like i don't but you know the muscles on my legs that made me look like a stereotypical soccer player so i was like fine you know I'll do it because they're like, come on, just run towards the ball and that's all. So legit, I all I did was run towards the ball, but I did it so aggressively that I think, you know, it gets people nervous when you're running towards the ball. So they, ha- so oh they have God. to like pass it really fast. And so all I did was run towards the ball. And it was great because I, I was a pretty good runner. So like I got people scared and then. <laughs> yeah. And you can get you can have a pretty aggressive face when you're in the zone. Like, yeah. So you know everyone okay, if you're listening, please stalk her on Instagram. But she's like a short, very muscular gal. So imagine <laughs> that with angry ass face coming at you. It's <laughs> I was scared so, It was time. great. They never passed me the ball once. And so that was the deal. I was like, don't pass me the ball. If you do, that's it. Like I'm out. <laughs> Uh, I guess somewhere in there I acted like I was okay about games more than I was with hobby. <laughs> you know, like gaming. I feel like every girl kind of goes through this phase where they're like, oh yeah, it's whatever. You can play video games until you really see how much they mean they like video games. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's the only time. You, you know? know what's something that I've just recently started to notice is is that exactly. I used to play video games and then when I'd get a girlfriend, I'd stop playing video games because I didn't know how much guys actually played video games. It hasn't been until like Instagram and TikTok and you see all these like little skits and it's always the guy on his console or whatever playing something. And then I'm like, oh shit. So all guys do is literally play video games. Pretty much. I, I didn't know that. And so now, you just like, gotten worse. Now the internet's told me, hey, guys, just play video so games. So it's normalized oh. it for you. Instead of seeing the kind problem of. these skits are, like, oh, everyone else does that? <laughs> yeah, everybody, sucker everybody else is playing video games instead wow. of paying attention to their girlfriend. <laughs> wow. So now, like, oh my God, you are literally I know, the like, <laughs> wow. Like, I was like, oh, it's nah, a joke. No, it's not. Because lately... <laughs> No, but you know how I know it's not a joke? No. Because lately he's been on playing with Javi a lot. And so that's how I know. I know. I, I see your little username. I see your username so I know I know but, you're lying. Okay. <laughs> so see, talking about during this time quarantine though, like, yeah, going off the same like videos you're probably watching or all of us are probably coming across. These girls want the attention and I'm one of them. You know, like sometimes I'm like staring at him, have fun. And I'm like, I want attention. But then I want attention and then there's still not much to do. <laughs> like we can watch TV, but. <laughs> we've probably seen so many movies <laughs> so have you never tried to play the video games i have you? the thing is that i'm so competitive that sometimes i feel like if i end up liking it too much i just that's his bubble you know i don't want to destroy that bubble in case i become good what if i never do obviously but you know so your fear is that you're going to become so good that you're going to shame him at the yes <laughs> that that is Lisa personified. Like that's it. I, that's confidence. I mean, no, I no. love it. Like I love. Yeah, I don't. I know you love this, and I'm just my biggest fear is I'm gonna be way better than you, and I just because I'm so competitive, I'm not gonna make. I'm not Maybe gonna I'm not purpose, that so I'm good, but 
<laughs> if I become competitive, if, if I become I competitive, because practice makes good. So if I practice. <laughs> Anything I set my mind to, I can achieve. So I already know I'm going to be the best if I really want it and achieve it. So I'm going to let you have that. I'm going to let you have this one thing to yourself. And I'm going to do my other achieving things on my own. But, okay, so that. I'm not saying you're bad. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> I mean, I'm just competitive. And also. I mean, to be honest, I'm lazy. I don't want to learn a whole new game. Like, I'm all right. Well, you are you are an Aries. And what is hobby? Your I always forget. He's September baby. So you're the only one that keeps me on track with that stuff. For real, she read me my whole birth chart the other day. Yeah. I think he's a Virgo. Yeah. So Aries are very competitive and Virgo are very like they have to have things a certain way. Let me give you a quick synopsis. Well, you know, it's like his bubble. Like my bubble, I don't know. What's your bubble, Eddie? What do you consider your bubble? Or or Brie? Yeah. My bubble? It's like, you know, where you have fun um, on your own, no matter what. I think music. Music yeah. is my bubble. Like, listening to music, writing music. Like, you mean like a hobby, basically. Okay, Virgos are hardworking, reliable, patient, critical, stubborn, and overthinking, and creative. Those are their traits. And Aries, oh, we know a lot about Aries, but we'll say it again for the podcast, for the viewers at home. I mean, listeners. Thank God no one can see me. Uh, yo, so my leg hairs are so long, Girl. guys. It's almost like a Sasquatch. They are so, I mean, you can't see them, but just gross. imagine. Why is it gross? <laughs> it's not gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I don't like it. You know, when I was in elementary school, total side tangent story. My grandma didn't want me to shave, but my mom didn't care. But I had like really thick leg hairs in elementary school, and I was feeling very self conscious. So my mom bleached my leg hairs so they'd be blonde and you couldn't see them. And then, the, so my grandma wouldn't know that I shaved, or I was gonna shave them. So she saw my leg hairs, like, are they blonde? I was like, oh yeah, I just sat in the sun a long time. She's like, oh my god, that's so funny. They, they turn blonde, that's so crazy. And she totally oh my believed god. it. That's the time though, middle school, right? That people, you can tell the parents that allow kids to shave and the non parents that allow kids to shave. Yeah, my mom was cool with it, but my grandma was like, uh, no. And I, I was younger than that, I was in elementary school, but like, I had such like thick leg hairs. It was like, for real, as a baby, Sasquatch. Um, Okay, positive Aries traits. They're brave and tenacious, energetic nature, passion, creative, full of optimism. Oh, my God. I know. Negative. I'm, recklessness. It, oh, yeah. negative. Overly competitive. I told, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I understand that part of me. Oh, professional leadership abilities. Oh, you're such a leader. You it's creepy there. how much it describes me. I hate, I hate it. <laughs> that's so crazy. Um, going back to, okay, I pretended to like baseball. Like, I understand how baseball works, but, like, I don't know why I was trying to press, impress somebody, and it was during the World Series, like, oh, are you watching the game or something? So I had to, like, force myself to watch a baseball game, and it was most boring as shit, and I'm like, oh, my, I'm like, I don't even why am i doing this again like what was it? we didn't even talk about it the next day i'm like sorry like stayed up late watching this for nothing what was the reason uh, <laughs> i for sure pretended to know soccer because it was during world cup um and oh my I was god with friends that knew soccer and i was like <laughs> he's like oh did you see that i'm like did it what did i see like oh yeah so like i had them text used, i gave my friends my phone to like text him like my very deep analysis of the soccer game which i have no clue about um didn't work out for me obviously but <laughs> i feel like i've done other stuff too um what else did i pretend to be into 
Maybe, again, this is maybe why I'm single. Like, I keep for, like pretending. <laughs> Stop. I don't think you pretend that much. I don't like baseball like that. I understand how it works. I get scared of going in the bleachers or high, and it's hot. It's boring as hell. I do like the yeah. Guys those pants are That's nice. Fun. Yeah, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Objectifying men, you know how to ta- turn tables, turn, man. <laughs> so, okay, we mentioned that you are married, Louisa. So now that how long have you been Almost married? Almost two years. Good God, um, didn't think that was that long. So, what is your perspective of us? You know, quote unquote, single people. By single, I mean unmarried people. Uh, like having so much like focus on relationships and stuff like that. What is your perspective? Do you think we need to chill out? Or are you like mad interested? Well, what is your view on that? You know, I, I joke about it, but I think when I texted Eddie the other day and you too, I was like, tell me, tell me the drama. I have no drama. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, I'm, you got in trouble with what? What happened? I'm not annoyed. I think people, I know it's easy sometimes I think for me to say, oh, like you'll be fine. Like you'll find someone or something. I know it's not that simple, but I do think that everyone goes at their own pace. Like right now, you know, Eddie's Mr. I don't believe in marriage, but I told him, I think you have to wait until you find someone where maybe you truly see yourself with kids and you want those kids to know that their parents are married, you know, you have, maybe there isn't that part but to me I, I think that's what I see when I think of single people is that it's just so much more complicated than that physical and especially mm-hmm. with this society being so physical you mean like superficial like yeah like, like you mean or unless you... you meet someone through friends friends and as we get older those single friends are even less and less the only way to date is through a lot of apps and that's so superficial so I think it just mm-hmm. gets harder and harder so you're against online dating? I'm not. I'm not general, against or, it, but I do it, think that it gets in the way of, like, there might be plenty of people like Eddie out there that say physical is not the only thing. But when they're in these apps, you know, oh, that's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, the only sure. thing you do like, focus on. Yeah, because I've gotten on Tinder before, and I think I told you, Bree. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. I got on Tinder, and I was like, wait, so how am I supposed to know if I like these girls or not? I you honestly, talk to them what do you mean <laughs> well yeah but like honestly i don't just want to look at you and be like all right i'd be willing on talking yeah but to you. did you still swipe like, left to someone the, i don't know Wait, I, yes 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 like well is it because you just snatch them up so quick you like you see them like yep that's the person i want to talk to from the next one month to possibly three years like <laughs> you know five like, years five years <laughs> Oh, excuse um, me. <laughs> but um, like, is is that process so quick, and that's why like tender does not make sense to you? Like, I really don't understand. I don't know. See, when I'm single, right, I'll just be out doing whatever, and usually it's. I mean, it's either been somebody that I know through somebody or at work or something. And what what and is one of the first things you say funny. about them? Oh, she's cute. Yeah, she's cute. She's cute. She's funny. Uh, like, it's something about okay. her actions. No, I mean, it's something that they do. So I, I guess you talk- don't hear her voice first, and that's something. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Louisa, what is your opinion on my voice? We need this, to know. Everyone wants I, to know. I really don't insane. think it's annoying. Eddie's just, Eddie's just Eddie. I like Bree's voice. Well, you don't wouldn't lie. be coming don't back to these to podcasts <laughs> if you hated it. He likes to hear yeah, it. Yeah, voice, like, I think he just says it. Yeah, because he says it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, so 
basically you see someone that you think is attractive and then by you just no, start no, no. talking to I didn't them. even say that. I didn't even say that. I said they do something that's cute. They do something that's cute or they do something that's funny. Wait, remember... what, what do you mean? Like, what do they do? Like, do they do the bend and snap? <laughs> like, what are the actions that we need to know? We no. single people need to know these okay. things. <laughs> no, it was it was just something silly. Like, I, I love silliness. I love when you can be comfortable enough to just do something that's, you know, a little weird, but it's funny. Like, but not for example, too crazy. Lisa, the person that I dated from, uh, mm-hmm. from Marshalls, it was literally one time we were on break and... I went to the vending machine to buy some cookies or something. And I asked her if she wanted a cookie. And she made the Cleveland voice from from Family Guy. She made the Cleveland voice and said a sentence in the Cleveland voice. And I was dying because it was just so and funny. That was like, it? And that was it? Yeah, she, it was like spot on. But it was something that was so weird. What the hell? Girl, you better practice that what? Cleveland voice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not very good at impressions. See, that's what I, this is. I'm going to call BS on something here because you say that kind of stuff, but I do that stuff all the kind of time and I'm not boot up. So tell me what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> you, better tell me, you better tell me something right now. <laughs> I my That's life is true. me constantly being stupid, that and I'm not trying. I'm just an idiot. I'm gonna take a shot. Are you drinking? Drink. Is this a drinking podcast? No, it's I'm not. Bit... Normally, a drinking. Podcast. I I was drinking oh. last podcast. What do you mean you drinking last? <laughs> Remember, I was drinking and smoking. And on... Oh yeah, you're crazy, man. How's your heart? Like. I don't know. You should check that out after the virus, bro. That doesn't sound. I'm pretty healthy. You have you done blood work recently? I'm taking. I'm concerned. I'm taking a break. Yeah, I'm always healthy. I'm taking a break from drinking because during quarantine, I drank one day and called my whole family at like two in the morning, and so. So like yeah. last weekend. And ever since while we were on the phone with you when we were there, it was <laughs> right after that, guys. And oh. yeah, it was. I just, I was like, oh my god. Like, I even call my stepmother. Like, I barely know her. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you and Javi were wild. Yeah, they're, night. they're, yeah, y'all were, you were turned, and I'm jealous. Um, Goodness gracious. You know, speaking of that night, we were talking that, I don't know if y'all remember, because I guess everyone is turning <laughs> up. <laughs> you could do whatever you want in a podcast, nobody could see <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about how um I disagree with this statement, but y'all were saying the statement that dating is basically browsing until you settle on someone. Do y'all still stand by that statement? Because I disagree with that statement. I, I do. I think you do settle. Yeah, I mean everybody settles. Like that is the definition of settling down is you settle with somebody. You're like, all right. This person's good enough. But, but let's okay, go. let's break down. What does settling actually mean to you? Like, what are the, like, okay, these three components or whatever components means that I've settled. Like, this is good enough for me to stop looking I around. Think but, like, it, it doesn't, does it does it completely satisfy you? I mean, obviously, it's not satisfaction because it wouldn't be called that instead of settling. I think it's being aware that there could be other people you can meet, but you choose this person because you love them and you can see a life well, yeah, with Bri- them. Yeah, I don't I don't remember if I said it in the last podcast or in our call. The three things for me are the passion, the ability to live and coexist with somebody, and then the ability to grow with them. You guys have the same vision. If you have those three things or enough of those three things, that's where you settle. Mm-hmm. 
So what is like enough? Like, do you have a number? Do you have a percentage? Like, what is your capability? Like you, it has to be like, you have to believe something in all three categories or what if two categories are like a hundred percent, but one category is zero. Like, does that count as settling? What are the specific parameters for you personally? Damn, you want a whole cost yes, benefit bitch, analysis? Yes, bitch, we're being positive and oh, Lu- mathematical. Lu- <laughs> Yo, Lisa's the right person to talk to. She'll tell you about cars. <laughs> this, okay, we were in the message like oh there's a lot of benefits of being married like car insurance and i'm like what about love louisa what about oh yeah that too the car insurance and then you're like taxes. Yeah, taxes is a car insurance taxes love in that order no you, yep, guys, you yep. guys are so much no yeah it's very academic for you louisa. eddie was so hype about it he was like yeah keep it real i'm like what you are no like obviously i feel like why do you gotta say love love should be the obvious one but i think people gotta say it because i mean if you okay love is the obvious one well okay but yeah i think brie like you don't last with a person more than we already said it like four to nine months if it's four to nine months and you don't feel like you love that person i think that's you're not going to love them and you're not going to stay with them so you're not going to settle with them uh lisa when do you think you feel love like, how long into a relationship would you say it takes to really learn what love is? I think, like, after person? six months. But see, it's different, right? Because it depends how much you interact. Like, when Javi and I started dating, we had long distance because we're in different colleges. So our interactions were way less. But things about those little freshmen out there that basically live together already in their, like, first two months. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they could potentially love each other faster. But that's because they're with each other so much. Mm-hmm. But is that excitement or is that love? I mean, I think when the fight starts and they recover, then it's love. <laughs> oh, you think after the first major fight, like being able to recover after the first major I, fight? I kind of do. Hmm. Damn, What's your def- wow, that's interesting. I've never, I have heard, that never either. heard that What is your definition, Eddie, of love? We're getting very deep on this podcast. Well, well Eddie, why uh, you say dang? Like, wh- why is that so? I feel like I'm, I'm. I'm not saying that in a bad way. Like, I actually think that that's. True. Yeah, reflecting on all your relationships. Like, realistically, yeah, like, like when you're like, okay, let me try to see this person's perspective and not just see my own. Then that's that's you making a deeper connection with that person. So I kind of agree with what you're saying. I I, I just had never really thought about. I just think love. like. Um, after the when fight. it's all happy and bubbles and you don't love someone it's so easy to just walk away like it's super easy because you'd be like oh no they did this and they vote for this person i can't get past it versus if you're already kind of in love you would go back and try to understand that perspective i think whether you know, I just say voting as an example, but if you weren't in love, I don't think you would even waste energy in going back. No, sorry. Can I ask you something? Do you think you can love more than two people? Then? Um, I don't know. I, romantically, no. I guess I'm traditional in that sense. Yeah, you're very traditional. Yeah. What do y'all think? Mm, well, do you guys want me to go, or you want to say something? No, well, okay, my definition of love is um, I think it's when you still love the person beyond what they do for you. Like, you can, like, really care for someone and have a certain type of love 
if like oh this person is a really good provider or like they're always there for my family or they always like you know cook for me like those are actions that benefit you but if you like like that person their core of their being even with their flaws and all then you're like that's to me that's like dang I'm, I love you for you and your soul you know in your eye and your eyeball in your soul I love you not just so what you benefit to me because I feel like if you just rely heavily on those benefits eventually that's gonna fade out and I don't want to settle just because someone is just like I, I, that should be just that should be the basis like instead of loving the basis the basis should be you like we work together well and you, you know we provide each other with those like basic respect and stuff like that but I think you can definitely be in love more than one time in your life I think everyone's different I think everyone's different um I feel like I've been in a sort of different types of love throughout my life I believe in love at first sight I definitely like I don't know if it's I'm being like a hippie but I've definitely felt someone's like energy and then they've been in my life longer than I expected them to be but like it's like I see somebody from across the room like something about them like it's not just attractiveness it's just like I don't know why I'm drawn to your like energy and I didn't talk to them for years and now like they're in my life so it's that's happened to me a few times actually that's just my perspective but I think you can be more than in love with that one at one time but I don't think many people are at the same time or want to admit that they are. All right. Well, see, so you've been saying in love, right? I think that there's three. Well, okay, you can like a person, right? You're attracted to a person, you like them, you're attracted to their personality. You know, you're growing, and then you can fall in love with a person. You can fall in and out of love with an unlimited amount of people. You can fall in love with the way that the way that Cristiano Ronaldo plays with a soccer ball or something. You can fall in love with that little action. You can fall in and out of love with an actor. Kingston, please. Kingston. He's like answering back. <laughs> no, Bree, I'm not gonna shut up. Mm. Um, so you were talking about, sorry to interrupt you, you're talking about like you're falling in love with different actions like Cristiano Ronaldo playing soccer. Or with an actor or an actress, you can fall in and out of love with that. You can fall in and out of love with But people. isn't that sort of a shallow kind of love? But like that wasn't... I wouldn't call that love. Like love for me is like when you love somebody unconditional. Like they could, uh, like you see those stories of the mothers that go defend like serial Serial, serial oh yeah killers. those those obsession people and like they're they're like oh my god that's not mm. obsession mothers love their son it's just that motherly love that's unconditional love that is real love so it's it, i think it's kind of like what lisa says like if you have a huge fight like major major fight and you guys can resolve the differences and kind of settle somewhere in between then you love that person because you're willing on sacrificing things that you don't like or or person. you've seen flaws yeah yeah you accept the flaws you're like okay these flaws is something that i'll have to deal with yeah but i love this person i feel strongly enough about this person that mm -hmm. i can't let go just because of that like nothing is going to be bad enough to let that person go i think that that's real love i mean obviously you can you can stop feeling the same intensity of love for a person over time you know like something annoying might just chip away at you and then you're like oh my god i still care about this person i still want this person to succeed i still want this person to be the happiest that they can be but i can't love them with the same intensity that i loved them before because you just get worn out i think that 
obviously some relationships are short like you can love a person for a year and a half and then that intensity falls off but like real love that real long-term love is just that same intense love and then over time things get chipped down but it's still worth it for you and that's what ends up being that you know those 30 to 50 years so how many times do you think um y'all have been in love like that in your life once I'm going to say three or four times. By my definition of in love. Well, I never got to times. have like another long-term relationship. So, yeah, you know, I dated here and there, but nothing long-term to feel like the love yet or anything. So, Like, do you guys ever feel like, oh, you thought you were in love with someone and then you realize that actually it wasn't? Or Oh, yeah. You can- Before Javi, this is high school, obviously. So it's kind of like when you think you're in love, you know, like... <laughs> I remember, but I swear I thought I was in love. We broke up. I think I cried for like three, four days. Mm-hmm. And then I was fine. I just woke up and I was chilling. That I was like, okay, I, I, th- I thought I was in love. But no, that was not love. Like that mm-hmm. was, I think, just like, strong like or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or attachment. I don't know. But it was silly. So definitely thought I was, but I, I wasn't. But that's so young. I feel like Eddie can talk about more real examples. <laughs> I know, right? As a grown-up? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I guess he can't, because that will be an insult to so any weird, of the girls right? he dated. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> that That's the but, one um, thing you, they're going to be insulted about. <laughs> I mean, see, when I start actually talking to a girl and getting to know them, I don't go with the intention of not sticking around. I think... So you're a play for keeps think, kind of guy. So you don't ever just like casually date anyone and like uh, I don't know if I'm gonna like if this is gonna be <laughs> one week or you're like well, oh I, I'm gonna see it through I, uh, five years. That's a huge drain. <laughs> I don't know. I have this weird thing where I feel like every person is of value. Like there is something. Oh look at the positivity. And that's a very positive podcast. Like there is something special about each person. And you need to learn how to appreciate the beauty in anybody. I feel like if I can get to know you and I can get to know like the little intricacies and details about you, that is what will help me love you more than any kind of thing that we relate to in the end. You know how we were talking about Bree the last time, like your mom's mm-hmm. nunchucks or whatever and she could find somebody that was mm-hmm. interested in the same thing sure she could do that but i mean the likelihood of her marrying somebody or you know her getting with somebody that is also into nunchucks and ninja stars that's pretty unlikely so ultimately it it, it just ends up being that is you have to find what's attractive in each individual person and i don't mind taking the time to try to find that if i think you're interesting enough amusing enough entertaining enough not like just in the physical sense or like in the humor sense i like poking at people's minds if their minds are interesting then maybe we'll connect through some you know through that way it's just it's different for every person i just think that it's interesting to find out who a girl is Hmm. that is mad interesting um yeah Never had that experience. Uh, all right. Next fucking <laughs> Sorry, it's so funny to me. Um, I remember, like, not, what was it? Like, two years ago, I was, like, talking to this guy who was, like, a known serial dater, right? And um, 
he was like talking to me and he's like oh i don't want to be in a serious relationship i'm like wait that's all you get into what are you fucking talking about and he's like oh no i just want like to screw around and i was like "Mm, no i'm not about that like right now and then he like now he started dating girl immediately afterwards and he's still with her and now it's two years later i'm like okay i guess i just wasn't good enough that's that's great love that i love that for me uh, anyways, getting over my own insecurities. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell uh-huh. you as a serial dater. I'm gonna tell you as a. I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you as a serial dater, is always gonna say that he doesn't want something serious because he knows that all he does is get into serious things. So at some point he's just gonna be like, oh my god, can I just like not get yeah. into something serious? And then he'll start talking to somebody, say, hey, I don't want something serious, and then it'll get serious, and he'll just be a ser- a, like yeah. a serial. Dater. But then again, remember <laughs> our last podcast? That's you what were happens. Saying how like. You know, when people end up these like situationships or whatever, like, you know, if they like if someone tells you their boundaries in the beginning of the relationship and then they like try to like weigh you down. Well, you already made your boundary clear for, you know, day one, you know, and if you try to like wear them down, it's going to cause problems in the future. So I try to respect boundaries. So I'm not going to, you know, if you say, hey, I'm not into that and that's what I want. I'm just going to move on. I don't want to waste my time or your time. I don't think emotions really respect boundaries. That sounds not healthy. <laughs> no, not not in that sense. But like when you actually start to get emotional with somebody, like it's so hard to control being able to just be like, oh, no, I'm going to yeah. separate myself. But I don't want, like, but if someone said that to me like, again, like I, I don't, I don't think I made the wrong decision. Or do you think I was like, or do you think I should have been like, all right, then let's keep talking. And then eventually he would just date me. Well, well, well I, I think that's that risk that I told you that you have to take. I think that's But I feel like that's not a very good risk. Ultimately are like, yeah, that's not hey, like look, a good but women it's, respect it's, it's kind about, of thing. Like you're not respecting yourself. Because there are guys out there, Eddie, that would not put that out there since the beginning. Like they're actually looking to date. Are they? Yes. <laughs> yeah yes well i don't know because i'm not looking to date guys i i honestly don't know i imagine that most guys are not trying to get into serious relationships in their early to well most guys aren't and they'll state it but the fact that i was kind of shooketh about it was that this person is a dater and they date people for like one to two years like in succession with like oh maybe single for a week and then next serious relationship and i don't know i don't know if i wanted to be seriously with this person but i wanted to be asked you know like don't why am i the one one like you know why am i the hoe like you know i was like I'm like oh no sir like so you're gonna do everyone else on the planet but me um no no thank you and if you make your boundaries clear like hey i don't want anything serious and i don't and i do at least in my eyes like it's not like i want something serious in the sense of like let's go on like proper dates and get to know each other versus like and eh, we're in a relationship you know I, I don't have to be super attached to you but if you just want something physical that's not what i want right now and i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna push him in that just sounds like just wasting my time like pushing his boundaries and seeing if eventually oh maybe if he like loves me enough like he'll get over his very clear boundary that he told me day one that sounds like a really big gamble also when someone's saying like oh i don't want nothing serious i always think of like so does that mean you can just go out and like be with other people that's not healthy <laughs> like he made it very clear he's like i just want something physical and i about it I'm like no i i mean i, I don't want to get married to you right now but i do want to get to know you oh well i mean if he if he was cl- if he was yeah, clear was about it clear. then yeah no, <laughs> don't take that risk 
but but if he's kind of in between the line or something then it's really up to you and how you feel about that person mm-hmm. i just don't want to waste my time anymore i'm getting old and i don't want to be a stepmom i think i'm have to be somebody's stepmom <laughs> why don't you want to be a stepmom what's so bad about why it? do i want it what do you want to be a stepmom I don't, wait I, Bri, do you want kids children. of your own i've decided i don't want kids I, and but I, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that don't like at least guys i can see that may not want I kids i prefer to not have children but if i get with a guy let's say i really like him and we connect on every level but he has two kids or whatever how many children doesn't matter i'm not gonna have any more children you have your children like it's just kind of score for me i don't want to get pregnant like i you know when you date a man that has children you have to accept the full package and if i'm like feeling him like that then i'll probably love his kids too but i don't want no kids i just feel like that's so much more common now i don't know you you guys both want kids right like what is your reasoning why i want kids yeah i want kids i feel like i'm already like motherly with my friends sometimes and even my already my siblings it's just yeah it can be exhausting but there's so many positives i think like what like just yeah. laugh like children or like <laughs> well you know loving someone like unconditionally and mm-hmm. like watching them grow and being able to be an influence in their lives and see how they turn out with all the yeah, resources yeah. You, gotta, you gotta oh my god you and your empowerment damn no it it's just like man. you can't turn it off you ask me why I want kids, like, <laughs> I, and I mean, to come see on, them grow with I, I, all the resources that I will provide them and nourishment and positivity and belief. I just feel like I would never bring a kid if I don't feel like I couldn't provide for them, right? So, but being able to feel like I could provide, and I just think there's so much they can do in their lives, and I feel like that could be so good. Like, we need people to bring good people out in the world. <laughs> but what if your kid's an asshole? Then, dang, I guess. I took my I mean, risk. You really can't. You really can't control yeah, that. I've met some risk. really. I've met some like the most asshole people, and then I've met their parents, and their parents are literally the sweetest, yeah. nicest people. And I'm like, how did you come out of them? Like, I don't understand. Like, you were the biggest douche I've ever met in my life, and then your mother's a saint, and your dad is also like a freaking angel. How are you a hell spawn that you are? And like, that it's a risk. <laughs> it's yeah. a risk. But I don't know. It seems exciting. I I get curious how a little little mix of you know. Javi and I will look. <laughs> oh my gosh. Eddie, what's your reasoning? Why do you just because you like want to see more of yourself or what's up? Oh, yeah, God. my narcissism. Really? Okay. That was my last thing for me, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've actually had like a huge debate with myself over the past probably six to nine months Why? on whether or not I want to have kids. I think it's pretty selfish. I mean, it is selfish because you are deciding for another person before you bring them. And um you know, I don't want to get like all depressive or whatever, but the world kind of sucks right now. I mean, it's the safest it's ever been and it's the nicest it's ever been. Oh, but yeah. We're so aware of how shitty yeah. it is. It still kind of sucks. Like, you know, we got everything. We got. Oh, the yeah. Whole I think world I, in can our you iPhones. imagine if we had this <laughs> coronavirus without TV? That would suck ass. Like, no wonder people oh, died from the Black Pig because they was like, oh, this shit is so fucking boring, you guys. And they couldn't even read. They could yeah, not read. Like, can you imagine, like, not being able to read or do shit and just, like, look at the moon? And the stars, and that's fucking yeah. it. Yeah, like the dark they're ages. like honestly, I'd rather die. Yeah. Like- <laughs> so like it's convenient and everything, but it still kind of sucks because we're so aware of like how much more there is. So that's kind of one of the reasons why I don't want to have kids. But then I want to have kids because I like there's something in in me that's just wanting to give more and be like there's more. Well, do men do men have like a biological gotten, clock? You know, like- because I remember when I was 
when I was younger, I think when I was like 22 or something like that, I, I remember like my body and like my, I was like, I don't know why, but I want to have kids. But I'm like, it's, I like every baby was cute. And it was like for a whole year that I thought that way. But I'm like, obviously, I didn't really want to have kids. But like something in me was like, I think they're really cute. And I think I could have like a baby, you guys. And they're like, fucking with who, bitch? Like, Jesus, like, what are you talking about? But and then now after that year, I'm like, yeah, and I'm done. And now I look at babies and stuff. I'm like, I think babies are cute. But then I just see the mom all tired as shit. I'm like, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, my sister-in-law constantly tells me, oh, you know, uh, Alina and Anthony need uh, need <laughs> cousins. And I'm just like, girl, you're always complaining about yeah. how tired you are. How like, oh, my God, oh, cool. you should see her now, especially like as she's like she's locked up at home with her two kids she's like oh my god oh yeah <laughs> I'm sorry. i i but um i mean she 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 loves them she loves don't them. get Those me wrong kids, like but at the same time like, i like, I, I still can't. find kids annoying right now so definitely i'm not there you know like i feel like i yeah i thought about wanting them but it, i feel like you have to feel more than just the one it has to you have to feel a little more ready because Right now, yeah, I'm bored with quarantine stuff, but I'm still happy I don't have to like change a diaper type thing. You know, I'm still I'm still at that phase, so I think that's something to think about. Like, you have to think about what you're gonna have to do for that person. Yeah, like if you have a hard time going <laughs> to walk your dog, and I'm not talking about you, Lisa, but if you have a hard time going to walk your dog, then you probably yeah. shouldn't have kids. It is yeah, so for much sure. worse. So that. speaking of like family, do you guys get any like pressure from your family to like get married already? Like, are like, oh, you're kind of old, or do they want you to have kids, or like, do they care? Like, oh, you better not have kids before you're married. Situation. Like, do you guys feel any pressure from that? Yeah, I'm getting pressure. Uh, not too much. At least some. It's confusing. My grandma used to be the woman. Like, if you show up pregnant here, I'm kicking you out. You know, like you're not living here. And Oh, I guess background, I live with my grandmother. So I'm like, okay. And then, you know, she said, oh, bachelor's degree. Then she was like, oh, when you're educated, this and that. Then I was educated, but she still was like, oh, you're too young. Make sure you don't get pregnant, right? Uh, But now she's at a place where she's like, I don't mind one. (laughs) And I'm like, what? So now all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you're fine now. It's like after all these years of saying no. Mm -hmm. And then my aunt is like saying, she's like, I want want one. And but my dad, which I find that insulting. And I don't know if people have parents like this, but they're like, don't have kids. I'm like, okay, I turned out pretty okay, I think. And. You saved a lot of money. I had like a scholarship. Like, what are you complaining about? You know? And so, I don't know. He's on the, no, don't have kids. Enjoy your life with just hobby and stuff. So, it's a weird place. Damn, you know, really that's like my dad was the same way too. But while we were growing up, like while we were growing, that's why I think I have such a negative view on children because I think we're all oopsie poopsies. Like none of us. <laughs> I am. <laughs> one time, my 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 middle sister, or my younger sister, right, the one that was older, said to the young one, like, you know, you're an accident, right? And the little girl, my little sister, was like five years old. She's like, wait a minute, I was an accident. And then my stepmom was like, you guys were all accidents. Chill out. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. And I don't know, my parents, especially my dad was like yeah you need to live your life before you have kids you need to travel like it was definitely made aware that we were a burden <laughs> and we were actually grateful that we are even taken care of which is kind of effed up so I think it's why it's such a negative view of like children and like that kind of like family arena because I think 
they were not I'm not going to say they were irresponsible with their reproductive health but I think they're very irresponsible with their reproductive health (laughs) given how far our age gaps are but (laughs) not judging them but I am judging them and then now my dad's like so like you know I wouldn't mind a grandson that plays football or something I'm like but you told me my whole life that we were a burden and to do whatever I wanted and I'm done doing whatever and he's like okay whatever chill out and I'm like okay sir can you imagine how crazy it would be if Latino kids I think were some of them are. Hey, that, that, that's us, yo. We're bringing that generation. So were, were you guys planned? Or any yeah. of you guys like I mean, hopefully. The pregnancy? No, no. Well, I, 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 I feel like oh, right, I think my parents got married because of me. Because, you know, I couldn't be a bastard. Oh. Y'all well, heard that? <laughs> well, you know, I don't be bragging about that shit, Louisa. I'm so not. Lucky. I'm not. I, I think that's ridiculous, Yo, you know? Uh, like, for real, I went to go pick up my birth certificate because I lost my wallet a couple months ago. And, you know, my mom's been telling me for years, oh, you know, I'm the only one on your birth certificate. And I was like, yeah, it's probably just because you hate my dad. And I went to go pick up my birth certificate. <laughs> and under father was blank and i was like oh, shit, oh my gosh was right <laughs> oh it was it's it's like crazy though like can you imagine being a dad and not showing uh, up to the hospital that is pretty yeah. wild isn't that uh, wild goodness i don't want to leave any spoilers for the next episode that's very wild see and i grew up with my grandma and she was very i guess because she was divorced but um she was always kind of empowering about like a baby doesn't hold a man you know, like into a family, like mm-hmm. that's that used to be a thing, maybe because parents used to believe in this forcing the kids to get married to each other type thing. But that's a not lot a people, thing. A lot of people still believe. That, I know. Right? So. There's so many baby mama TikToks. Oh my god, it's a yeah. rabbit hole. And these are like thirty year old, forty year old people making baby. Like I'm still that bitch. That's the baby mama. Like and I'm like, yo, can Mm-mm. you get off TikTok and go like feed your teenagers? Like chill out. Like <laughs> this is emb- I'm embarrassed for your children we get it <laughs> and i believe that if i'm if a man doesn't want to be there he's gonna go whether yeah, if kids no. or not like mm-mm. hell no oh another thing that makes me want to have babies is because i have my puppies and oh my god i love them so much and so oh I yeah dogs are great um they're already training me but if you are a parent listening to this good for you we appreciate you <laughs> <laughs> don't feel like you made a wrong decision we love you guys right Shout, Shout out. out to the young parents. Hey, I can't yeah. imagine it. I love those when you see like they're like the mom still looks so good, you know, and the kid looks almost like their cousin or sister. And I'm like, wow. But I low key think that my yeah. grandma and my mom are like they haven't told me directly that they think I'm too old, but they just keep giving my number out to people. Like my mom will like go on if she goes on an airplane. I mean, obviously we're not right now, but she like talk. she's like one of those chad kathy people and she's given oh my, my number God. to so many random fugly dudes and i'm like i told you i don't like white guys i told you like he's like oh no he's like a producer for this show and he's like really friendly i'm like you're really friendly you're probably drunk like no stop giving my number and he's like oh did you go to this elementary school i'm like i went to elementary school with them give them my number damn it <laughs> like i think it's just like those kind of hints i think those are pretty obvious hints I'm like all right a little old there you can i have first great hair this year i don't know if i told you that parents do that though i feel like they don't think being single is like has that ever happened to you that, yeah. that your parent gave your number to somebody not my number but here you know when javi and i had our breaks like the first 
couple of months, like the longer one, he they were like all about like, oh yeah, like enjoy your life. Just my grandma was like, there's so many men out there and you know, you're a smart young lady and stuff. But then later on, like as I was still single, it's been a couple of months, they were kind of like, my dad was like, oh, you should come to this thing. I heard he has like this song and this and that. And I was like, what? Like, no. I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to do that. Like, just because you want me to meet a friend of your friend. You're not a kid of a friend. Mm -hmm. They didn't give out my number, but I can imagine that if the older I got or something, they would be more like that. Yeah. Eddie, what about you? Are you always been booed up? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, my mom always tells me, oh, hey, I met this girl and she's pretty cute and she's your age. But she, I don't know. I guess she always knows that I'm <laughs> talking to somebody. She don't got to worry. And doesn't really... <laughs> So does your really, mom want you to have yeah, kids? Like, does she expect yeah. you to get married? Although, have you told her, like, hey, get married? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I've told her that. I don't want to get married. But uh, all she says is that she's religious. So she's like, that's fine. You're not going to get married. <laughs> oh, God is no. going to choose a woman for you. <laughs> so she's she's kind of like that. She'll meet girls that I've dated and be like, oh, she's nice. So does your um, does your mom the one does your mom expect you to get married to like a very Christian like, woman? Like, what is her ideal? No, uh, I don't know. I don't know if she expects kind of like the typical Hispanic household. I don't think she expects that because she wants me to marry somebody that is hardworking and has a career and can provide just as much, you know, just as much as I can, which is kind of what I want too. Um. But she does expect her to kind of have more of a home. Traditional you know, gender that, roles? Or... Okay. Yeah, traditional gender roles. I know she wants nephews and she's like 62, 63 right now. Kind of like coming up on time where she's like, all right, you know, when's it coming? Oh, Javi's dad coming? was like, me voy a morir. But at the same time. <laughs> like, like, I'm going to die without knowing my yeah. grandkids. Got it, <laughs> Thanks for the translation, babe. <laughs> so do you feel pressure from that, Louisa? at all yeah. or no yeah don't get me wrong i feel more i feel like javi feels more pressure mm -hmm. than me obviously it will get to me but oh. i think we're both very grounded when it comes to when we're ready for kids where we will do that not because of something else real quick i did have like one other question like for you guys do you think that like marriage is necessary in 2020 um no I don't know. Like, I have conflicting views of it because, for example, LGBTQ people have fought so hard to have marriage rights because there's a lot of serious things that they only take you serious when you're a spouse. Like death and stuff? like your Yeah, body. that and, like... Inheritance, car insurance. Mm -hmm. But for real, like, you know, a lot of stuff like that seems so, like, irrelevant right now. But I think mm -hmm. as we get older, they become more and more relevant. So I, I have conflicting views. Like, I would never be like, you should get married if someone got pregnant type thing, you know? Um, I have, like, two more questions. So what do you think of people when, if you're if two people are dating and one really wants to get married and one doesn't, do you think there's ever a compromise or do you think that relationship is kind of doomed? Eddie? <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to say it first, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's doomed. Like Lisa said, if somebody doesn't want to be with you, it doesn't matter if there's a kid. It doesn't matter if it's your own kid. Well, that person like, is for, Have you guys ever seen that movie? Like, he's just not into you? Yeah, I've seen it. I think I've seen it. For example, the Ben Affleck-Jennifer Aniston relationship. 
when she really wants to get married and he's like I don't really see the, the point of it but then her dad gets sick and then all her sister's husbands are just like chilling at the house and Ben Affleck is the only one washing dishes and actually caring about like her dad even though they're already broken up and she's like oh it's okay like you do what a husband would I don't need to get married do you think that's real do you think that's even possible for people to achieve when it comes to those people that one is against and one is the opposite and I don't know if I'm going off track or one is against it, one is for it. If it's so irrelevant to the person that you don't need to do it to show it, but it is relevant to the person that I think you should do it is a big sign for me that you're committed. The easier sacrifice is the one that thinks is whatever. Yeah, like why, why yeah. do you think so hard of not doing it if it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. to you? I think that's kind of where I settle. I'm going to eventually settle for somebody and be like, okay, if you want marriage, I'll give you marriage. It's not something that I necessarily believe in, but I understand that a lot of people do value it. It's kind of like me just being like, okay, if this is what you need to prove that I want to be with you forever, then I'll give it to you. And kind of arguing, girls would probably, or the guy would say, well, I want you to want to do it, not just do it, right? (laughs) Yeah. I want oh you to want to do it. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah no. I tell Javi that. I'm like, do and you like my food or do you like, like. For you, like, I would ideally like to be like the, like, you're the one. If I let you go, you're going to be the one that got away. And not to be like, well, I settled for you. You know, those are two different. Well, those are two no, different well, things. Eddie's saying that he will settle that action. I don't think for him, he was already technically committed to that person without the yeah okay. i think that's right yeah if if i'm at that point where I'm but how does that work marriage, with you like, like then all right since you're not into it is it an argument to then agree to get married but then do you propose afterwards <laughs> the funny thing is i think that the person that i will get married to will accept that i don't want to get married and not kind of push it on me okay uh <laughs> all right okay one last question for realsies all right do y'all think that weddings are like cliche or played out? Because I'm more on the fence of team. I don't really need to be married, but I want a fucking wedding. I want the party. Or do you think that's not like we don't need those anymore? So, you know, I didn't have the traditional thing. And people were like, it's weird. It's like married people that I meet, they're like, oh, my God, you're so lucky. You didn't waste that money. They say that, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but it was a choice at the moment. But we... I, and I think Javi's on the same page too. Like he sees it as um, this is something I want to do for you, but also like as like I think we want both of our fam- bi- like bigger, not just intimate family, but bigger family to be together and friends to celebrate us. Because when you think about the actual wedding, mm-hmm. ideally you don't want to invite people that are not like don't like you right so yeah when you are in that ideally i'm saying that because you know there's plus ones and whatever but Uh (laughs) and also like family members that are complicated so um yeah i'm at a happy place where i don't think i have i wouldn't have that at least because i'm I'm comfortable saying no to someone or even family so but in general i'm I'm saying for other people it's probably not the case but i would imagine it's exciting like um, when I think about since I didn't have the traditional thing, I would be so h- hyped to have you guys there, and I think you guys would be hyped for Javi and I. Like, I think it's kind of nice. Party. Yeah, like we will have a lot of fun. Like y- y'all know, my grandma, my family can like keep up and drink and have fun. So I don't know. I think it is cliche, but I think it does have so many positives, and it's like a big memory. 
Eddie, wake up. Good morning. Yeah, I'm not that into, like, I just always figured, look, weddings are expensive. How about we just take that money and go on vacation for a month? What if you got money for both? <laughs> That's my yeah, thought. Why not I both? don't. I mean, I didn't grow up thinking I had I money for both. I think you're yeah. right. Maybe that's the that law I of attraction. That's out. how I'm feeling. I mean, I might just be married to my own self. So I'll have some money to go on long vacation afterwards. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> that's what Eddie said in the last podcast. I'm going to get married to myself <laughs> and have an awkward BuzzFeed article. No, I you didn't say said that. It. You said that. Play the tape. I'm just you kidding. said that. <laughs> That'd be so annoying. <laughs> Do not play the date. But I'm the mindset like I'm gonna be successful enough to have whatever I want. I want mermaids there for no fucking reason. I'm gonna have hookah section. I'm gonna have candy dessert bar. You know what I'm saying? It's the stupidest shit. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> Literal garbage. <laughs> See that? That's why I gotta wait until I'm like 35 to get married. At that point, I think I'll I'll be ready to do whatever i mean i'd do whatever right now i think i would get married right now but what <laughs> that's a whole like i don't know what? meet me at the altar in your white dress we ain't getting no younger so i might as well do it y'all remember that song i feel you all the while girl and i must confess and let's get married Thank y'all for listening to the Briefy Podcast in this episode of the Lonely Bitch Club. <laughs> Make sure to follow our guest today, Louisa, and our co-host, Eddie the Petty. And leave us any comments or what you thought about the episode. And the next episode, y'all, we're going to talk about marriage again from a whole different perspective. So y'all better buckle up, buckaroos. I'll see y'all later. Peace. <laughs>